What's up? This is episode 077, Friday 15. We're talking about metrics and user experience. Welcome to the Design Your Thinking podcast, a show where we think, learn, and explore the product mindset so you can design better products every day. And now your host, Karthik. Welcome back to the show. This is a Friday 15 episode and I'm so happy to have you back. Today we are talking about something that's very important uh, when it comes to user experience. It's about being able to measure user experience. As product managers or designers, we are so focused on our product. We talk about metrics all the time, but when it comes to user experience, we just get confused and we kind of screw it up. I've done it personally a lot of times and I've seen a lot of people do it as well. So today we're going to be talking about a framework that will help you think about these metrics, especially when it gets to user experience in the right way. At least it puts some sort of order to the chaos. So we're talking about the heart framework that Google came up with. So what is the heart framework? Let's talk about the heart framework very quickly. The heart framework is simply put up a matrix that has five different categories and um, along your y-axis and along the x-axis, it talks about three different aspects to those categories. The five categories are happiness, engagement, adoption, retention, and task success. Those are the five categories within the heart framework. And that's exactly what heart is all about. H-E-A-R-T, happiness, engagement, adoption, retention, and task success. Now, for each one of these um, you know, categories, Google comes up with three different aspects or ways to approach arriving at the right metrics. The first is goals, the second is signals, and the last one is metrics. So in the next less than 10 minutes, let's quickly take a drive down this hard framework just to understand what it is all about and where you should get started. All right, let's jump right into the meat of it. Let's talk about happiness to start with. So what is happiness according to the heart framework? Well, simply put, the heart framework focuses on the the user's journey through your product across different stages. The first is to measure happiness. In other words, how happy your users are and what's the attitude at this moment? How satisfied they are? Are they going to really promote your product? Are they going to be your ambassadors? Are they going to really tell about your product and talk about it, rave about it to other users or other prospective users? What's your perceived ease of use? Now, these are the kinds of um, you know metrics in the minds of your users uh, that you are probably interested in finding out. You know, we talk about metrics like NPS, which is Net Promoter Score, where you want to know if your user is going to be a promoter of your product and and, and arrive at a score for that. Uh, you're, you're talking about metrics like uh, per series of use, how satisfied they are, you know, satisfaction service. So typically at this level, um, you're trying to measure this happiness 
uh, quotient through surveys primarily or emails. So that's happiness for you. Let's move on to the second part of heart, which is engagement. Now, well, engagement, we all understand what it is. But then the point is how much your end users are engaged or involved with your product is what you want to measure at this point. Typically, we talk about, I mean, if it's a social product like Facebook, you're talking about how many times people are sharing articles, how many times people are changing their profile pictures, how many times they're, um, you know, creating albums and, and adding no, new pictures to it. And, you know, sometimes like a number of times the, the, the user comes and visits your site itself, if it's something to do with content kind of site. So that's what you're trying to understand. Those are the kinds of, um, you know, metrics that you're trying to pick here when it comes to engagement. Right. So let's talk about adoption. So like I said earlier, we're drifting down this path very quickly as soon as we can in the next few minutes because the idea is not to jump too deep into each one of these topics. And I'd like you to do that uh, over a weekend. So third is adoption. So adoption is all about gaining new users. Now, are you adopting? Are you getting more users to use your product or your new feature? Well, that actually brings me a reminder, reminder here. The hard framework can be applied no matter it's your product or your feature, you can apply it at any level. Right, so I keep using product and feature inter interchangeably. So feel free to pick the framework for the kind of product that you're, or the level at which your product uh, is owned by yourself. So adoption. Adoption is all about uh, being able to gain new users. You're talking about things like how frequently uh, people are trying to make purchases. How, I mean, you're talking about how many new subscriptions were created ever since you put across this feature or, or you release this product. You're talking about how, how many people upgraded to the latest release of your product. Now, these are classic uh, metrics that we, we all are used, to, are used to using. But when you put it in a certain perspective, it actually works great. That's adoption for you. The fourth part of heart is retention. Now, when we talk about retention, we are actually trying to go, uh, you know, with the user's journey in your product. Uh, you know with your product so with engagement adoption retention you're actually going deeper into the journey that the user takes with your product so in retention you are trying to understand if people are really coming back and using your product well we all update pictures profile pictures you know the story of myspace you know the story of friendster there are a lot of other um you know social products but then facebook is a hit because people come back that is this level of uh, not just virality, but then level of adoption. That's so much that people want to get back. Now that's retention. Number of daily active users. All uh, e-commerce uh, you know products talk about DAUs and uh, MAUs. So that's retention. You're talking about how many people are coming back and making repeat purchases. Like if it's an e-commerce product. You sell a product and then how many times the same user who bought that product comes back to make another purchase. The, and you're talking about things like how frequently, I mean, let's talk about you know subscription purchase like Netflix. How frequently are people renewing this, the subscription, monthly subscriptions? That's retention fee.
The fifth and the last part of the happiness, uh, sorry, the heart framework is task success. Now, task success is actually at the feature or, you know, task level. And here we're talking about how efficient your feature or your task is, uh, how efficient, how effective it is, and how many times it actually throws an error page on on the face of your user. You're talking about how much uh, uh, with how much of success uh, are people able to upload and update their profile picture? How much of time it takes for them to do it? Are they able to get what they go there to get? So that's what you want to measure when it comes to task success. All right, that's the H-E-A-R-T part of heart. But then, like I said early on, there are three different levels at which uh, Google recommends you measure you know arrive at at those metrics so how do you get started now for you to get started you need to set up your goals that's the first way that's the first step you take the minute you understand what h-e-a-r-t stands for the first step you take is to actually define your goals when i say define your goals you actually want to let's say you want to define your goals for retention now, say you have you're running a product which is an e-commerce product, and people are buying, uh, you know, products on your website, and you want to know if people are making uh, repeat purchases. Indeed, so what you want to do is, you know, at every at the moment people kind of finish purchasing a product, you want to know if people actually uh, are spending time on your site to, you know, browse through other products and make purchases. So your goal, one of the common pitfalls. Um, you know, that Google talks about uh, when it comes to, um, you know, defining goals is people tend to use the metrics itself within goals. Now, I mean, it's not that you are listening to this uh, episode, you know, before you you define all your metrics. I'm sure you have some metrics defined for your product for retention as well. But refrain from using those metrics right into your goals. If you have metrics, set them aside. Just listen to what I'm saying now and and then get back to metrics. Um, we'll get to it in a couple of uh, steps. So talking about retention, when you talk about retention, it's it's not a great idea for you to define your goals to uh, by saying that you want your users to actually come back and make repeat purchases because repeat purchases is your metric. Now, it's unfair for you to measure your or define your goal by writing down the metric because it becomes too narrow no too constrained instead try defining those goals by a slightly wider um, you know funnel like you want to define your goal to understand if people are spending more time to browse through new products and add them to the cart i'm just giving you an example that's what you want to measure so are people really enjoying content? Are they clicking on mails that you send after they make a purchase to actually get back to the website and uh, to your product and then you know browse through products? Are they is that leading to another purchase? That's what you want to measure. Once you define your goals, you want to look for signals. You want to look for signals to even 
you know, understand if people are doing those actions to measure those behavior. So you want to map those goals to those signals. And the way you want to do it is by, if you're already, I'm sure you're collecting a bunch of signals already as you listen to this episode. But then the whole idea is for you to think about those signals and map them to the goal so that you are indeed um, measuring yourself against a goal. So in this case, talking about retention, you want to know like uh, the amount of time people spend browsing through products after making a purchase. The amount of time people are adding something to the wish list when they make a purchase. You know, sometimes you make a purchase and then you don't want to uh, buy something. So you kind of move products off your cart and add, add them to a wish list. How many times are people doing it? Well, I'm just taking Amazon as an example, but then, well, you get the <laughs> drift. That signals for you. And the last is metrics. So only when you define your goals and you are actually uh, able to, you know, feel the pulse of the signals, you want to do you want to measure your, or define your metrics. At the metrics level for retention, you want to probably talk about repeat purchases. You want to talk about, um, you know, wishlist conversions. How many people are trying to convert stuff from the wishlist back into a purchase? Or you want to know how many people are actually responding to emails that follow, uh, you know, your purchase and and actually coming back to your website and making um, another purchase. So that's that's the hard framework. I mean, that's that's it. So it's as simple as uh, what I just said, but then it takes time for you to actually start putting them to practice. I mean, you do make a lot of mistakes to begin with, but I have benefited quite a bit from this and I've seen a lot of people I've worked with and I've coached benefit from this a lot. So wish you good luck. Go try it out. If you have any questions, yep, you can send an email to me at karthik at designyourthinking.com or you can always reach out to folks there are a lot of hard framework users you can always reach out to a lot of them well if you like to listen to this episode go go and check out the show notes I'll have the links to Google's article and some useful stuff on the hard framework go check them out and you can do that by heading over to designyourthinking.com slash episode 077 and if you like digging into such content do head over to our website and subscribe to a newsletter you can do that by heading over to designyourthinking.com scroll right to the bottom of the page you'll find a place for subscribe a button to um, uh, ask you to subscribe just click that and you'll be asked to enter your first name and your email address just do that and I'd love to see you in your inbox all right, that's all I have. If you like these episodes, do subscribe uh, to this podcast. You can do that by heading over to designyourthinking.com slash iTunes if you're using an Apple device or designyourthinking.com slash Stitcher if you're using an Android device or if you're using the browser, just head over to the website and you'll actually be able to play these episodes right then and there. Thank you so much for your time. I truly appreciate um, this and I really, really appreciate you taking the action and all those lovely emails about uh, asking questions and um, giving suggestions. Everything is welcome. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed all of that. Keep them coming. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Stay blessed. Cheers. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Design Your Thinking podcast. Subscribe to our newsletter at www.designyourthinking.com.